Today's episode is brought to you by Designers Oasis. I wanted to create an online hub for designers to access resources to help you run your business. Designers Oasis is a place to get e-courses, templates, calculators, estimating tools, and more time-saving and confidence-boosting design resources. There will be loads of tools added as I build it out, but right now you can access the free space planning quick reference guide at Printable to make space planning quick and effortless. You can sign up for the upcoming e-course on how to accurately budget for furnishings or join me one-on-one with Mentor by Design if you ever need a quick call to help you get unstuck in your design biz. Head over now to designersoasis.com and stop going it alone. Hey, I'm Kate Bendewald. And I'm Leslie Myrick. We're interior designers who've been meeting every Friday for coffee to discuss the ins and outs, ups and downs of running our design business and decided to hit the record button. We are designers getting coffee with each other and now you. While some might choose to guard the hard-earned secrets of their design success, we've chosen to support, encourage, and empower one another to be the most kick-ass business owners possible. Welcome to the Designers Getting Coffee podcast, real talk about running your design business with head and heart. Come join the conversation. This is episode 23, why automating is awesome to grow your business. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Kate. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. You're a little slow on the uptake there. (laughs) Is it one of those mornings? Well, um, your audio is um, not working for me for just a second there, but it seems to be back. So yeah, it was a little had, back time. We've had nothing but technical we've difficulties had a little, this morning, but- guys. <laughs> so we attempted to start recording extra early this morning so I could get on the road for a road trip that we're heading out for this morning. And I don't know if maybe we're not supposed to go, but we <laughs> have literally just run into all sorts of fun technical issues this morning, but I think we're on the up and up as long as I can continue to hear your voice. Yes. And see your face. And not only technical issues, guys, this is called designers getting coffee. Every morning I make myself a latte and guess who was out of milk this morning because she sacrificed the end of it for her kid's cereal. That's right. This girl. So I want to get this wrapped (laughs) up and punched out so I can go get a cup of coffee. (laughs) <laughs> we got oh, a good topic that's a today. Tragedy. It is. And I will survive. And I'm excited to chat about automating today. This is a cool topic. And even without caffeine, I will do my best to bring something valuable to our conversation today. So let's talk about this. Why why is automation important? Um I think that automation is the key to saving time so that you can be working on billable hours because you can't bill for a lot of the things that you can automate. Um, yeah, I don't know. I am not, I have a, one of my degrees is actually in technology. And so I love technology, but sometimes I feel like overwhelmed by all of the automation choices. I feel like you are an automation junkie and you've got <laughs> locked down. I'm learning. It's taken some time, but I like this kind of stuff. But I don't know about you, but I really like struggled with it at first and really resisted it because I was afraid that it would lose that personal touch, that it would seem like, you know, everything about my business was robotic. There was no human behind it. It was just book your call automatically and do this automatically and get these pre-scheduled emails 
And I really did resist it and was doing a lot of stuff manually that I now realize just is more economical and functional and smart to do with automation. Have you had a similar experience, Kate? I was going to say that that's very much uh, my fear is that it will be perceived as robotic or uh, just like you're a number and you're not a human being. And this is a very, um, this interior design is a very intimate experience. It's, um, it's personal. Yeah. Very high touch. High touch. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's visual, it's physical, it's all the things. And so I want, I just don't want to lose that in the process of dealing with people, but, um, but yeah, I, I I still think it's necessary. And if there are a lot of things that we can automate internally, then, um, you know, it works, it works for me. I'm really excited to talk about this because I, I will warn you guys, I might sound like a Dubsado advertisement today. Um, <laughs> just, I promise you I'm not. Although if Dubsado, you're listening and you want to reach out and sponsor this, we can definitely talk. But I have recently, I, I almost wish we were, we were recording this in a few more weeks <laughs> because I haven't actually had a chance to implement it fully yet, but I am in the process of integrating Dubsado into our workflow. And so I'll talk a bit about that today. I'll talk a lot about that today, actually. (laughs) I'm excited to hear about that one because that was one that I have kind of been resisting because it felt like it was duplicating too many other systems I have. But I feel like uh, just with our quick chat this morning, you might have sold me on it. So I'm excited to hear more from you on that. Oh, good. Dubsado, I want to check. I want to check in the mail. (laughs) So besides your new bestie Dubsado, which you're just implementing, what are you currently automating with your business, Kate? Do you have a lot of systems other, in place for that? No, I don't. Other than social media, this is it. But Dubsado will be automating a lot of different things. It's consolidating a lot of different other tools that I use. So nice. Um, you know, there's uh, other things that were automated before and now it's just going to be consolidated. So yeah, I, I have my, I have a coach that I work with, um, a money coach. Her name is Jen. I should link to it in the show notes. She's awesome. She's called Financials for Creatives. Um, shout out to her. I love her. Um, she uses Dubsado. And so I got to experience it from the user's side um, that way. And my bookkeeper also uses it. So two people that I've worked with use it and I liked my experience on it from the user side. It was really easy. It's like in one in one email, not 10, <laughs> one email, I get a contract to sign, um, an invoice to pay, and to book, you know, our calls or whatever. So that's awesome. Like, oh, this could work for me. Yeah. yeah. You, you definitely have me curious about it because I have a lot of things in place with automation. And right now I'm using a lot of different software to do it. And not that that's a bad way to do it, but I'm definitely open to streamlining and consolidating. And a lot of my automation has been things that I couldn't find something to meet the need and I've gotten creative and I've built something on the back end of my website or... Tell me more about that. What did you, what, what, what were you doing that 
Well, one like- recent one recent need I had was you guys know I also coach new interior designers and help them launch their businesses. And the way we were taking monthly payments for that was literally my assistant Samantha, who I adore and who is happy to do this, was literally every month creating an invoice in Ivy. Now remember, Ivy is more for interior design projects, but because it's what we use for billing, we just kept using it. Every month she would go in. She would create an invoice. She would get the client's credit card information, which we have stored securely. She would process the payment. She would send the email receipt. She would let me know. And it was just like, for the amount of time and work it was, I was like, there has to be a way where they can just pay themselves. Like we shouldn't be creating invoices and hand, like, you know, there's so many programs out there that helps with subscription payments and recurring payments. And the solution was I ended up getting a bunch of WordPress plugins and basically custom building a payment portal on my website that I can send clients a link and they can go process their own payment and it will automatically charge them monthly. Guys, this took me like four days. (laughs) I was in the thick of it. Like out, oh, I'm and it, so sorry. I kind of like solving those problems, but that's not yeah. the best use of my time. It's not billable. <laughs> and, you know, in yeah. the long run, it's going to help. And I just, there, you know, there's automated programs that do recurring billing, but for exactly what I needed, I couldn't find the thing. And so I've been making do with certain things and making things work, but I'm realizing, you know, my client onboarding process for either design or coaching is pretty clunky and it involves multiple emails and multiple links. And, you know, the contract comes from one software application, their questionnaires through a different application. Like it's all I've started. And I think that's how you have to start is just kind of figure it out as you go and start small. Sure. But I'm realizing now there's going to be better ways to really consolidate and automate in even more streamlined, beautiful, effective, efficient ways. And it does not lose the personal touch. It actually frees you up to have more direct one-on-one engagement with your clients to to do the things that you do best, to not be lost in, oh crap, did we send this contract? We have to follow up. Oh, did they pay? Let's go check the payment. And you're wasting all this time on things that can be done by computers. Computers are our friends. Well, exactly. And I think to the point earlier about being afraid of what is the perception of the client going to be if they get these automated things the the alternative is they're getting you know i'll just explain what i was doing before um i would so let's say a client has gotten a proposal from me they email me back and they say yes so then i present i have to prepare a retainer invoice and then upload the contract into HelloSign, um, specific with their name on it. And then they would get an email from me with an invoice. Uh, they would also get a separate email from HelloSign with a contract. And so they're getting multiple emails and HelloSign, I mean, they do have a way to template it. it. If anybody uses it, you probably are aware that they do have paid options and free options. I even have the paid version. (laughs) Anyway, I didn't like the fact that I was sort of hitting up my client at these multiple times with multiple emails um, and I couldn't consolidate it. And so I agree. I had the same struggle. I think I would rather have them get one single automated email with specific action items than multiple emails because 
our clients are typically busy professionals and they don't want to be bombarded with a bunch of more things to do. You want to make it as easy, breezy for your clients as possible and they will love you for that. So, well, there's a lot of, just like you, Leslie, you know, working on that website, there's a lot of things that we do that's just trial and error. And I've, I've done plenty of those in, in my life. I will say, and I don't know if this works for anybody that's listening, but um, if you have Squarespace, I was recently um, working on building some products for sale and I noticed that they do have a recurring payment option on there. So I haven't played with it because I don't, uh, that's not what I was working on at the time. But if you have Squarespace and you have their commerce or their business plan, um, you might check that out and see if you're looking for automated payment options, if that might be a solution for you. So yeah, just that, that little plug in there too. There's so much great stuff coming out that's going to help with this automation. And I think you made a good point earlier about having a really good client experience on the receiving end of this. Because I, I still, you know, there's that little fear of, is this going to seem impersonal? And when I'm on the receiving end, my thought is never, oh, it's automated. I'm like, damn, this is slick. And they've got their stuff together and they've made it easy. <laughs> and I think that's the real value. You look like a professional. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know, you use a program like Dubsado and things come branded. You know, you can, I think you can use your brand colors yep. and logo. And I mean, oh, yeah. it looks really friggin' legit. It's amazing. So <laughs> it, it is. It looks but, legit because it is legit. Yeah. But I mean, I started small with automation and one of the first things I automated, and I think you did something similar, was your consultation calls. You know, if a client goes to your website and they book a call, I use a program called Acuity. Calendly is another one I've heard good things about. I think you were using Acuity as well, Kate. I still am until Dubsado gets fully rolled out and then it will replace Acuity. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I really liked it. People can just go to my website. It's a low barrier to entry. They click a button, give me their info, and they're on my calendar for a call at a time that works for them without 75 emails going back and forth. And for a long time, these, what we would do was have them email and then Samantha would respond and, you know, very warm and personable. She's great over email and, you know, would offer how, you know, here's three options that work for you. Oh no, I'm not available. And they would go back for like, I mean, sometimes it could take a week to book a 30 minute phone call by the time all the back and forth and rigmarole was. And I'm sure I lost people even in that part of the process because it was just, clunky and slow and too manual. And it does not need to be anymore. You want to capture people when they're excited and have them click and get something on your calendar. So that's something if you don't already automate, it's a good way to kind of, you know, dip your toe in the water and start to get comfortable with putting some things on autopilot. Absolutely. I, I think anybody that's listening, especially if you're just getting started, the very first thing, if you don't automate anything, (laughs) is to automate a way for uh, potential clients to book a call with you. I've gone back and forth with this because there have been times where somebody was on my website and wanted to speak with me and they were on there on like a Thursday, for example. Um, And this was at a period in time where I was off on Fridays. And so they, the earliest they could book with me was the following Tuesday And by the time I got on the phone with them, they had already talked to someone on Monday and decided to go with them. So I was like, well, that's a bummer. I want to be able to talk to them while they're hot, you know, while they're um, 
thinking about this and they're interested and they're feeling the pain points. Um, so then I switched to where they would just fill out a form with a little bit of info about themselves and their project and with a promise to follow up within 24 hours. So you could even do it that way too, if you wanted. For me, I felt that more often than not, what would end up happening is I would call them back, but they were in the car with their kids and they were distracted or, um, then we started to play phone tag because I would call them back when they weren't ready. And that was a waste of my time too. And so I've since gone back to having them uh, just book a time. And I've never had that happen again where people have already talked to somebody and they've moved on. You know, if it if it does and they're, they're that eager, they can't wait to talk to me until a few days later, then they're, they're probably going to have an unrealistic expectation of a timeline with me. So that's where I landed on that. Um, but I do think for sure the most important thing is to have a way for clients to book a call with you. Um, this ensures that you are, it's on your calendar, you're sitting at your desk or wherever you work in a quiet environment, you have your notes in front of you, you're in the headspace and ready to be professional and to talk to your uh, potential new client. They ideally are in a quiet place and focused and have time to do it because it's a scheduled call. So for me, that's where I landed. And that's really important for me. Also, if you have Squarespace, the business, don't quote me on this because this stuff changes all the time, but I'm pretty sure if you have Squarespace and you have their business plan, which is, I think the second tier up, um, Acuity comes with your subscription, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you should be able to build in that scheduler automatically. Otherwise, Acuity is really inexpensive. So, And the reason I went um, with Acuity over a different one, I don't know if you do the same thing, Kate. I don't remember if Calendly can accept payments, but Acuity can accept payments. So mm -hmm. if you want to send clients a link to book your two-hour consultation, they can literally fill out the form online give their credit card info and get it on your calendar all in one fell swoop. So that's why I chose Acuity so that for those smaller package projects, I can have a button on my work with us page and they can literally click and buy it right then and there and save all that back and forth and sending invoices and waiting for payment and getting them on the calendar. So there's some really cool yep. technology to help these things look really slick and professional and just work really well and be super user-friendly for you and your clients. Right. Another and little automation. And thing. I do, I do believe, uh, you can do subscriptions and membership billing with acuity. Oh, that's cool. Um, I haven't dabbled yeah, into but that I, side I, of it too much. Yeah. I think again, it might be one of their higher level paid options. I, you guys, this stuff changes all the time, but there are options. Acuity has that ability if, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so does Squarespace. I'm using Dubsado now for that. And um, so there, there are options, but yeah. You know, I think before we dive into like the nuts and bolts of Dubsado and the other things that we use, um, I think it's just important to reiterate why this is, is so important. Um, we wear a lot of hats in our businesses and the importance of automating and moving on from some tasks is so important to help grow your business and to make you profitable. I think I've talked about the book Clockwork no less than a hundred times on this podcast. <laughs> You'll hear it again in our next episode where we talk about our favorite books. But um, it's Mike McCallowitz is the author and um, he 
really is talking about setting up your whole business, including like who you hire and templates and how do you train people and all of that stuff from uh, the perspective of trying to minimize the the hats that you wear. Um, he talks about your um, queen bee role, your QBR, um, and really helps you dial into what is the one maybe two, but the one, maybe two things that you should be doing in your business um, and eliminate everything else, either cut it or trim it or delegate it, (laughs) but you shouldn't be doing it. And if you are, you know, several times a week, creating invoices, putting together contract, all of that stuff, you need to figure out a way to either automate it or get somebody else to do it for you. um, Because it will literally kill the profitability of your business. Um, if that's what you're spending your time doing. And I realize when you're small and you're growing, um, hiring may feel hard. It may feel scary. Go and listen to our past episode on that. We just wrapped one up. I think it was the last one. Um, Leslie, Leslie, will look it up, but, um, episode 21. Not, so two episodes yeah, ago, if, if you're not there yet, um, just make sure that you're finding ways to, to automate, um, things that you you can if you're not ready to hire. Yeah. And we will say like, it's a little scary to take the leap into automating. It feels, for me, it sort of felt like losing control of my business. Like, how do I know it's all working properly or things happen? And you know what? Mistakes yeah. are going to happen as you're setting it up and you figure it out as you go. Like you can't, you can't steer a ship that's not moving. So just move, start making some <laughs> steps and course that, correct as you go. A- I love that phrase. Thank you. I made it up. I did not make it up. I have no idea who it is accredited to, but I think (laughs) it's a really good one. And you have to remember that you cannot steer a ship that's not moving. You got to go and course correct as you, as you go. So I think if you're, if this is totally new to you, you will probably find really huge value in automating this simple consultation call thing. It's a, it's a little baby step into figuring out how to make it work. And then next level, something I do there's an app called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, and it basically makes different... This is where you can really nerd out. Oh on. my gosh. <laughs> it makes different Your software, automation. different apps talk to each other. There's a million things you can do with it. I only have it do two things because I'm still learning it. But what Zapier does for me, or Zapier, I don't know how to say it, whatever. I'm going to say Zapier because they call them Zaps. So I think it's Zapier. Good. Think- so yeah. Zapier... What I have it do is when somebody books a consultation call, Zapier looks at my emails and says, hey, someone booked a consultation call. I'm going to put a task in Asana for Samantha to get the consultation call notes ready. Guys, this is the best. Like it just idiot proofs it. Samantha gets a task saying, oh, a new call came in. She gets the notes ready for me, puts them in the right folder in Google Drive. And if you guys are looking for a consultation call template, I have a free one for you. It's on my website at lesliemeyerk.com slash coaching. And so the consultation call notes are ready for me to go. And Zapier also says, hey, look, there's a new consultation call with an email address. And it puts that person on my email list and it tags them as someone who booked a consultation call. So in Active Campaign, which is what I use for emailing, the I have a new contact on my list. I have them tagged with the fact that they booked a call. And that's such valuable information because now they're getting my welcome series. They're getting my weekly emails. 
And if I ever want to go back and email just the people who booked calls and give them a special offer or some sort of follow-up, I have that information and I didn't have to do any of this. Guys, I used to do this manually. Every time someone booked a call, I would go into my email thing and I'd type in their email. Like, this is silly. There's so many things that can do it for you. So Zapier is a really fun one to figure out how you can make things that have to get done, but don't have to get done by you how, how to make them, how to make them get done fast. It's really cool. I'm just like, put this person on my email list. Okay. It's done now. And I don't even have to think about it. So I'm, I'm a nerd and I love this stuff. I was just thinking like, I know what I'm going to be thinking about on this road trip. It's like, how can I exploit Zapier to do stuff for me? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So I know we've talked about a few different programs, but I wanted to run through, I I made a list of a few other things that I use that might be helpful for you guys too. We've talked about Acuity for scheduling, which we love. Zapier, you know, connects apps and makes them talk to each other, makes really cool things happen between programs. We talked about HelloSign. So Kate and I both use that or have used that for sending contracts to clients. And I don't know how you guys are doing contracts, but you need to make sure you're sending, if you do them virtually, you need to make sure you're sending them through a third party that is able to collect legally binding signatures. There's ways to do this where, I guess there's ways to do it wrong, where you could email it and have them, I don't even know, but HelloSign is an app that does it and it is legally binding even though it's done digitally. There's a clause that my attorney added at the, in my uh, agreement that says uh, digital signatures are legally binding. Nice. It's in legal jury. Yeah. That's a, that's a smart way to do it too. But I mean, any of these apps that are going to offer signature features, they're, they're set up for that, but just be aware of that. Um, we've talked about Asana before and it's not automation per se, but why I like it is in Asana, I can put in recurring tasks or tasks that are super far down the line. And on the date I need them, they just pop back up. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to dig for information. A task will just show up when I need to take care of something, which I love. Um, I think we've talked about emailing before. I mentioned Active Campaign earlier, and I like it because you can add people to it automatically. You can tag them with certain information that you might want to know. You know, say they booked a consultation, then you've got a whole list of people who you know are very interested in your services. And if they didn't move on past a consultation, you can send a targeted email and say, hey, I've got a special thing for you. Um, Active Campaign's a little more advanced. We use MailChimp for Designers Getting Coffee, and that's a more, I think, an easier to dive into one. Would you say, Kate? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you use that even, for your own a, business or do you use Even Squarespace? a monkey. Because <laughs> it's MailChimp. I get it. Um. I use MailChimp for my own business and I use um, Active Campaign as for Designers Oasis. Oh, I didn't know you moved up to Active Campaign. That's cool. Am I crazy? You're like, am I? Did I, is that the one I use? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't use Active Campaign. <laughs> you guys should know this. It's okay. I can't remember. It's all good. I can't remember what I use. Yeah. Oh, here's a cool automation thing I just discovered recently that might be of help to you. Now, I it hasn't worked yet, so take this with a grain of salt. But I just saw on Pinterest, you can link your blog and it will automatically pin 
your blog images when a new post goes up, which that is super cool because literally one thing that I do every week is I go and I manually pin all my blog content to my Pinterest boards. So even like the big players in the game are realizing the value of automation and helping people out. So that's one to keep an eye on is see how programs and software you already use are starting to implement it. And that's one that I literally just found out about this week is that Pinterest is your friend with trying to automate things, which is super cool. That's fun. I use yeah. ConvertKit. I had to think about that for a second because I it's automated. It Hello. is. You use ConvertKit. <laughs> That's odd. one of those ones that I've been really intrigued. Like it's a it's a it's a big player in the game. There's a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff in there to learn. Do you like it? I do. I really do. I'm about to start working on creating some other campaigns within it that I haven't. They have a lot to offer, and I have only scratch the surface of, of what they have. So I, yeah. I don't – I've set up a welcome series um, that's automated. And beyond that, I haven't really done much else. But yeah, I let's, am Let's soon. chat about the welcome series for a second because I think that's something <clears throat> we both mentioned in this episode. And okay. if – like high level, if you guys aren't familiar with it, a welcome series is when somebody signs up for your email list, they get a series of introduction emails that usually tell about you, about your business, about what you can offer your clients. And then typically there's a, an offer or some sort of incentive at the end. This is all automated. It's super cool. So it might be called a nurture sequence. That's another phrase that I've heard used for it. Oh, that's adorable. A nurture, nurture sequence, sequence. <laughs> or, or a welcome sequence. But that's an easy thing to get into place. And it's all automated. You don't have to manually send anybody an email. They go on your list and you can set up automations and most every email provider, and I'm not talking like Gmail, I mean like for, for email campaigns, Active Campaign, MailChimp, they've all got, I'm sure ConvertKit does too. ConvertKit, yeah. Yeah. Then you can set up, uh, you know, four or five email sequence to welcome people. It's just, it's so cool. And then it just runs in the background and it's doing selling for you while you're doing the real fun stuff you want to be doing. Precisely. I do know that ConvertKit has a feature where um, if, let's say, you have an offer in your sequence and somebody goes ahead and clicks on the thing and buys the thing, then it flags them as having purchased, so it prevents them from getting any further salesy emails. Yes, you can do, I think that's called conditional logic. That might be something related to conditional logic where you can actually say, you know, if they take an action here, they leave the campaign. I mean, it's so smart what can be built. And I absolutely think that it can be a little intimidating to start, but I found Mm -hmm. the best way to do it is to just start. Just poke around your email provider. Just start a really simple automation. You don't have to send it and just start playing around with what does this look like? How do I do this? Because once you get it set up, you probably need to go back and check it every six months just to make sure the links are all still working. None of the information yes. is outdated, but it really mm-hmm. is minimal once you've yeah. put in the legwork. And there's a lot of people out there who do, uh, you know, like a seven day challenge or something like that to show you, like walk you through how to set these up and walk you through what kind of content you should have in there um, and at what at what stage um, and th- they're they're experts on this so if if that's something that you feel you need help with just start there yeah um, 
So, can we talk about Dubsado? Um, I think we have to. Okay, guys. While we were putting together the show notes today, <laughs> I literally signed up for a free trial of Dubsado because I think Kate Yay. has sold me on it. Because I'm like, this is gonna take care of so many things. Because there's my onboarding process right now is clunky, and I've made it work, but. I'm. I would love a way, and I want Kate to dive in more to Dubsado because she knows a lot more than I do. But basically, like getting the initial invoice and your client questionnaire and payment and a series of like getting started emails. That's all stuff that can be totally automated. So, sell me more on Dubsado, KB. I want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, and again, I um, I almost wish that I have had a little bit more experience with this, um, but I've had enough that I, I feel like I can talk about it pretty well. Um, so Debsado, for me, will um, basically consolidate a lot of what I've already been doing. So my past process has been send in an email a copy of the proposal to my client and have them review it. They email me back. They say, yes, that sounds great. Let's move forward. I say, great, let me get together your beginning documents uh to to get started and I'll be back with you in a in a day or so. Um and so from there I go to QuickBooks and I create an invoice. Um I go to Hello Sign and I upload their contract. Um I have to I put their name in the contract. I it's a lot of copy pasting. It's a <laughs> ton. It's a lot yeah. of manual steps that don't have to be done manually anymore, as we are learning. I'm so excited. Yeah. There there yeah, and there is some for me, some level of manual um triggers in this because of the nature of the work that we do. But um by and large everything's already done for you and templated. Um so essentially, Debsado, it doesn't replace QuickBooks. It just talks to QuickBooks. So it tells QuickBooks, you know, Kate created an invoice, uh, sent an invoice, and it was paid for X service or whatever. Um, hello sign would be completely eliminated, um, and Acuity would be eliminated. So, and it also allows me to schedule um because also in that process is we would schedule our um, deep dive interview. I'm just going to Right now, I've only implemented the full service um, workflow. So that's the word that they use for it. It's your workflow. Um, I will also be using Dubsado to um, automate the workflow for my e-design clients and coaching clients and uh, designer for a day clients. So um, it's going to marry and merge and consolidate all of that. But um, So I hired Dubsado. They do have this as an option. You can hire them to set up your workflows for you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And so we, that's what I did. And we had a, a meeting, a video call where, um, first I got some homework and they asked me to write out my workflow from beginning to end. So when somebody very first reaches out to me and says, Hey, we're interested in working with you, what happens next? And so I wrote all of that out and we got on our, um, call with them and we like fleshed out all of the details. So, and now they're in the process of implementing it. In fact, just this morning, I got a um, a calendar alert that said sample client test, and it had scheduled on my calendar a- Oh, I um, love it. Yeah. So they're even testing it for me, which I love, love, love that piece of it. And it was like $300 to get them to set this up. So well worth my um, money if, <laughs> for, for my time, I believe, because um, I know it would have taken me a lot many hours to do what they've done very quickly. Um, 
So yeah, it's a it's a calendar reminder for a, a consultation, and it was she she warned me that I would be getting them. It was just a testing the system. So anyway, um, now that they're implementing it, what happens is um, there is a form that will be embedded on my website. Uh, where anybody that's interested in working with me, they fill it out, um, and I, we we've asked for their name, their the project address, uh, email, phone number, all their contact info, and then a little bit about their their project. When I get that, uh, and then they schedule they schedule a call with me. So it's a little questionnaire and schedule uh, a call. That puts all of their information automatically into Dubsado. So now I'm not copy pasting everything from email into my proposal or into my contract. It's all there. I just click on, I want to create a proposal for this client. It puts in all of their contact information. Um, So then we have our call. And for me, usually at the end of a call, we will verbally confirm a date to have a an in-person consultation. That's always my first step is to have an in-person consultation with a full service client. Um, so after that call, um, Tammy, who works for me, would uh, go into Dubsado and click the client's name and then click a button and it sends them an email confirming their time, the location, and then they get a series of automatic reminders like three days before and one day before. Nice. Um, so... After the consultation, I come back and I have enough information to put together a proposal. I um, have a template in Dubsado and I just go in and I tweak it with the number of hours that I expect to work need from them. Um, And so with a few clicks of a button, I send them the proposal. Again, I just click on the client's name. So it fills in all of their contact information. I'm not copy pasting this into like a Word doc, for example. Um, they get an email with a button and they say, your proposal is ready. Click to view. They click on it. Um, and then at the bottom, there's a button that says click to accept. Um, if they have questions, they can, uh, respond in that email and ask me, um, which is fine. It doesn't make that proposal go away. Um, if I do need to modify it, the link stays the same, I believe. So um, it has flexibility, um, which is really important for me because there have, you know, many times where a client gets a proposal and they're like, yowzes, <laughs> you know, like maybe we will dial the scope back a little bit. Um, and so I have the ability to go in and uh, tweak that. So anyway, once we finally got to a place where we're good to go, they just click accept and that takes them to an invoice, which has already been prepared for the retainer. Then from there, it uh, takes them automatically to a tab where they um, sign the contract, and then after that, they go to a they view a scheduler, and the scheduler allows them to book our uh, deep dive interview, which is where we um, spend about a thirty minutes to an hour just talking about them personally. It's a little bit less about the house, and so they get basically one email, and in one fell swoop, they have accepted a proposal, paid the retainer, signed the contract, and scheduled our first meeting. And I didn't have to do any of that. <laughs> that so. is so sexy. I want <laughs> that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he- here's an important thing I want to mention is that, you know, we, you, all of us, who knows, might be working at a scale where we can handle doing this manually. It's not negatively impacting our day-to-day 
But if you want to grow, if you want to scale, if you want really great profits because you have these amazing systems and you are not wasting your time on admin and you can really do more design, you have to have automations in place so that you can grow your business, period. Yeah. I mean, if I was having to do all of that, then I'm not spending time on business development or I'm not spending actually doing the design work. And for me, those are my QBR. My queen bee role is to do um, the actual design work and client interfacing. Exactly. um, Being the face of your company and being the design brain. The rest of the stuff needs to be done by robots or other humans who are really gifted in those things. And I think that's such a shift because as most of us, I think, are independent business owners, we've had to bootstrap and start alone and figure out a ton on our own and do it all ourselves. And this is a point where it's time to start letting go of the tasks that might be easy for you and might not be a huge burden, but are really taking you away from, as you put it, Kate, or rather as Mike Michalowicz puts it, the queen bee role and (laughs) the really important things that really only you can do. Like I can have Dubsado or whatever send a contract to my client. I can't have somebody, some machine go do a Facebook live for me or meet a client right. for a consultation. Exactly. Precisely. Yeah. It, it's just helping free up time. Yeah. Um, I want to add that one, once you're logged into Dubsado, there is a, a projects tab. Um, so you can see one of the things for me is um, I go through these periods where I'm talking to a lot of people about potential projects, and sometimes it's hard for me to – because I don't I haven't put a face to them maybe yet, or maybe we've only met once. Um, sometimes it takes me a second just to keep everybody in order and, like, uh, sort of remember where they are in the process. Like, okay, has she gotten – she's gotten her proposal, but has she – is she like what? A, where is she in this whole yeah. process? You know, or so and so has paid their um, retainer and signed their contract, but we still need to book that thing. Um, so the projects tab in Dubsado allows you to get a snapshot view of all of your projects, and they are all assigned status statuses. What's the plural of statuses? Stati. It should be stati. <laughs> I think it's just statuses. N- I think it's just status is plural. Fine. Anyway, I'm sure somebody's <laughs> going to somebody's gonna email and tell us. Please tell us because we would love to know. So, yeah. So, like, for example, I have mine pulled up right now and their names are on the left, uh, invoice information, and then their status column, it'll say, like, signed, confirmed, paid, all of that. And, like, confirmed is they've done all the things. Nice. They're, there's nothing outstanding. So, um, yeah, being able to see a, a project's job status is at a snapshot is super awesome. Um, keeping track of my leads. Who have I had discovery calls with? Who have I had in-home consultations with? Um, where are they at that? You know, how many follow-ups have they had if if they need some follow-up? Because sometimes people will get a proposal and, you know, they need to think about it or they need to talk with a partner or whatever, and they forget about it. And there's an option to send them a, fo- a, a follow-up email. And I can track how many follow-up emails have been sent and on what days. And those are all templated too. So I have follow-up one email, follow-up two email, 
um, <gasps> and follow up three email, and they're all. I emails. do all that stuff manually with potential clients. All that follow up. Oh, I'm gonna. We need to finish this so I can go set some. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Leslie's doing this weekend. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So part of the homework that we were given on our end or Dubsado to the folks over there at Dubsado. Um, by the way, if y'all do Dubsado and you talk to Sam or whoever you talk to, tell them Kate from Kate Bendewald Interior Design, uh, Designers Getting Coffee Podcast, Designers Oasis. All the things you, Kate does. Tell the, yeah, tell the tell them I sent you. It won't hurt. But um, I've been working with Sam. She's been great. Um, and she gave us... They made it really easy for us to get this set up. Honestly, I was a bit overwhelmed setting it all up on my own, um, but that was probably because I didn't have any time. Um, so I was just like, what do you need from me? They gave us a list with, <laughs> of course, it came, the list with the checkbox came through Dubsado. <laughs> so yep. I got the email. I clicked on the button. There was a list of all of the canned emails that we needed to write a list of all the forms that we needed. Oh, another one. They also get um, their questionnaire. So um, uh, after we've had a two-hour consultation, um, they get a questionnaire that is like, it asks them about their family members. It's just a little bit more detail because that first phone call is really just like, tell me the scope of the project. Tell me when you're looking to start. What's your budget? That sort of thing. The other one is like getting in writing, you know, is there any special instructions to get to your house is there i don't want to talk about that over the phone yeah. <laughs> or make them fill it out in a form so it does that too so she just gave me a list of all the forms i needed to create um uh so those those are my questionnaires or forms and then um all my canned emails and yeah I think that's it. And so once they were all prepared, she even told me what format. She's like, I want these in a Word doc. I want these in a PDF. Um, I uploaded them and to our uh, client portal and then clicked send. And then they were alerted that everything was uploaded and then they started to implement it for me. So Super I highly cool. recommend, yeah, I highly recommend taking advantage of their setup service too. Yeah, I want to go do this now, guys. I want to automate more. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Now that now that it's like the basics are set up, um, I'm excited to dive in and sort of tweak it a little bit more. And I want to acknowledge um, something that I think some people might be thinking right now, which is, okay, so this seems expensive on the front end and it's going to take a lot of time. And I know when we're busy, there's this thought of like, oh, it's just faster to do it myself and keep doing it the way I'm doing it. But these things are really worth taking the time, investing the money, stepping back and building yourself up now for bigger success and more flexibility in the future. You do not want to have 12 clients on the go with small projects. You know, say you do designer for a days, they still need the onboarding process. They still need a questionnaire and a contract and emails. And if you're not automating it, you're going to get so bogged down in the details and lose track of where you're at and what's been done and what hasn't that eventually you will probably have to stop to spend the time to do this. So this is a really great thing to carve out a couple hours a week and start figuring out how you can automate things so that you can be freed up to do the things that only you can do for your business every day. I preach, sister. I will just yeah. say I I, <laughs> I was 
I had already in my mind committed, like, okay, this is definitely something that is worth my time and my money to get set up. But it was taking me a little while to get everything together and get it like off the ground. And every single new client that came through the door while I was in the process of working on this, I was just like, oh Lord, I wish Dubsado was done and up and working. So I didn't have to create this extra invoice and copy paste in a million different places, their name, their email, their phone number. Um, and so that was the fire under my took us that got me to pay them to just be like, you guys just do this because I, every time I have to create another invoice or create another contract or create another proposal is just killing me. And so, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that. It's, you're going to, you're going to have to keep doing that anyway. You might as well get somebody else to do it for you. Things might not be on fire right now in your business with this sort of process, but trust me, they will be. And carving out the time is the best time you can be spending to set yourself up for awesomeness as you grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is in no way a, a, a paid advertisement for Dubsado. This has been my own experience. I really enjoy and appreciate the tool that they've created. Um, it makes a lot of sense for my business. I also did a little um, survey in a Facebook group that I am in with a bunch of interior designers and asked, does anybody use Dubsado? And if so, what do you think about it? And a handful of people came back and were like, game changer, change my business, love it, do it, like resounding yes. Ooh, that's yes, exciting. it's all across the board. So I'm not alone <laughs> in this. And I've got two, you know, two of the people that I work with are using it. So um, it's, a, it's a good program. I like it. I love it. So now that we've done our sales pitch for software <laughs> that I'm going to go literally, I'm supposed to get Nerd groceries out. this afternoon, guys. That's what I do on Friday afternoons. And I think I might Order just, the- yeah, we'll Order make this them. work. I got some Dasada to do. Um, <laughs> a few things as we wrap up, just want to remind you guys of a couple kind of the key takeaways from today. If you're still hesitant about automation, listen to this episode again, cause we're so excited. I hope our enthusiasm translates, but automation does not give clients less of you. It gives them more of the best you. They're not getting the you that's wasting your time with administrative tasks and follow up and all the, the murky admin stuff we have to do. It lets them get you because all that crap is taken care of automatically behind the scenes. And I think that is huge for business owners. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. But I mean, I think the tool that's going to work best for you is going to be determined by a variety of factors, where you are in your business. uh, You know, are you just starting out or have you been doing this a while? Do you have one client or a whole team of people working for you with 20 clients? and I, I am a fan of sticking with something for a while and not changing systems all the time. I put a lot of thought into onboarding and integrating a new system into our um, our environment here. Um, so I, I say do that, you know, give thought to things before you um, test them out, but also don't be afraid to try out new things. Yeah. Um, Most have ba- a free balance trial the two. that you can yeah. play with. Yeah. Dubsado does have you uh, give you three, uh, up to three clients that you can try out before you have to pay for it. So there is that. Um, but just like most things that you integrate into your business, by the time you get through the work to get it all set up and going, you're like, well, 
shoot, I'm committed now. (laughs) So that's how they work. Well, absolutely. And that's why they give free trials. But it also means if it's not a fit, you can quit and it's fine. But yeah, most. Remember that one time I went, I used a a program that you recommended that you love and I had and I used their trial and it was the day before my trial was going to expire and I got out of it and I was so happy you know so what works for one person might not work as great for another person absolutely just keep that in mind and that's it's not because something a product is good or bad or right or wrong it just depends on who you are how you work what stage you are in your business and a variety of other factors well that's it the whole point of this podcast is kate and i are both interior designers with similar businesses but we do so many things differently we're not here to tell you here is one right way and this is this is the same thing yeah different software different workflows different automations work and that's the beauty of this business is we all get to choose how we want to do it no one's making us do it a certain way so i suggest Try them out, get free trials, ask other designers, see what's working for them. And if something is just not a fit and not a fit is different than this is a little scary and new and I need to learn it, but you'll, you'll know if it really just isn't the right thing and you're wasting your time and money on it and figure out what works for you and what, what can be automated. There's probably a lot more than you realize. And so many things that you're just in the habit of doing yourself or having a team member do manually that really can be put into a great system that's going to just make your business run like clockwork as it were Uh mike would be proud of this mike if you're listening high five can I? I always do this. I have a PS at the end. PS, of Kate. What like is we've, it? We've already wrapped up our final thoughts, and then I have like, oh wait, there's one more thing I forgot to mention. This is this is one that is um, one to check out as well. It's not necessarily automation. It is automation, but you'll understand why what I'm saying here in a second. Loom.com. Oh is yeah, a, is a screen recording app that is a little bit different than the ones that I've used before, in the sense that like you can record the. Uh, the task that you're doing, say, to do a training video for somebody, and then it automatically creates a link and you can build a library of like tutorials. So for me, things that we do over and over again, like we use Gather, for example, internally, um, there, are, uh, that's like, instead of Ivy, I use Gather, it's a specifying software. Um, there are certain ways that I want my employees to be using Gather you know, how to specify certain things, how to export proposals, that sort of thing. So I used Loom to create video uh, tutorials on Gather. I did the same thing for QuickBooks. I did the same thing for all the other stuff that I use. We'll probably end up doing it for Dubsado at some point too. But now we have a library of those videos. So anytime one of my staff has a question or forgets how to do something, they don't have to ask me. I don't have to stop what I'm doing. They can go to the resource library and watch the video again. Um, I have them for clients too. questions that clients ask me all the time. It's like, how do I share a Pinterest board with you? Um, that sort of thing. So there's a loom video for that. So it's automated in the sense that you do it once. Um, and then you've got that link to that resource that you could reuse over and over and over again. Love, 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 love it. Yes. That's so clever. I I, I was like, I can't not talk about loom. No. And you're right. It might not be traditionally thought of as automating, but what it is doing is you're manually doing it to set it up. And then you have this great resource library so you're not manually answering the same questions you can say here's the link boom exactly i love it awesome 
Well, enjoy working on Dubsado. I will. Enjoy, I'm going to enjoy thinking about Zapier while I'm in the car. Do it. Uh, You're going to get some new Zaps set up. I'm going to have an entirely new onboarding process by Monday because that's how I roll. You think so? I hope I, I hope that happens that quickly. <laughs> we'll see. I'm just going to be honest. It takes time. It does. But, but you know what? Nate's going out Saturday night. Mama's going to have the kids in bed and a laptop and a glass of wine. I will crank yes. some stuff out this weekend. She will. I can't wait to hear next week how uh, how that works for you. Yeah. All right, guys. And before we go, if you have not already, and seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to designersgettingcoffee.com. You can grab our free mini business toolkit. It's got an install day box checklist, a handy reference guide with typical project hours, our favorite design and business tools we use, which we should probably update sometime with automation tools. And there's even more. This is all free. Go grab yours at designersgettingcoffee.com. All right, girl, I got to go play with Debsado, so I'm going to go now. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, designer. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to connect with badass design bosses like you. We love to hear your feedback. For more designers getting coffee and to join the conversation, head over to designersgettingcoffee.com for show notes, free downloads, and more. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at designersgettingcoffee.